Hello, dog fan. What's up, man? Good to hear your voice yet again. Yeah, I just got home. Had my oh. drum lesson, and my drum teacher loved to talk, and I picked up some Thai food, got home, fed the dogs. Alex threw up all over the floor, just cleaned that up. <laughs> so, so I'm ready to go. I'm fucking ready every, to go. Every podcast should start with a dog puking on the floor. And he was hungry. He ate and threw it right up. I'm like, oh, God, here we go. Did you feed your dog Thai food? No, no. I, you know, I, I, t- I don't give my dogs any kind of table food. Um, it's, way, it's way too rich for them, apparently. I did that when I first had Alex. I fed him some vegetables. My God, he was deathly ill. I took him to the vet, and I told him that, and this veterinarian just ripped my ass. Don't you ever do that again. So I'm like, okay, okay. But he, you know, he's so little, he eats everything off the fucking ground. Because right. he's a dog, you know, like I tell him, it's like, dude, raise your fucking game. I mean, come on, be better than that. I mean, I get him this, you know, this, you know, Gucci food, this she-she food. I spend more money on dogs than I do for myself. And then he eats shit off the ground and he gets sick. It's, it's, it's remarkable. So, yeah. You're going you're gonna to hate it if I tell you how we feed our dog. I, you know what? Probably not. I mean, why would I hate it? Well, we started feeding the dog dog food. Right, and the dog. Our dog is white. Our dog is so white, she's pink, and she's just got rashes everywhere, and she's a wreck. And so my good buddy, who's also a doctor, is like, um, um, you should feed the dog real food. Go, and so I started pricing it, and this fancy dog food costs more than hamburger does by the pound. Oh no, for sure. Mm -hmm. So we now buy a hamburger, cook it, buy carrots, celery, and sometimes strawberries, cut it up, and feed the dog food that I'd be happy to eat. Yeah. Yeah, I've heard people doing that, that they basically prepare their own their own dog food. They, you know, yeah. get organic vegetables and whatever. And I mean... Well, and the dog, yeah. the dog got really happy. The dog stopped being sick. The dog's skin cleared up. I read the ingredient list on the fancy dog food, and I actually I thought I'll try it. I I ate her dog food. It's gross. Yeah. Hey, well, while we're waiting for those two idiots, did I tell you about the time that um, Richard and Stevie and I got into an RV to go to the Apple Cup, and we left the pub at two thirty in the morning to drive to Wazoo. Okay. And Richard, you know, being Richard, Richard says, well, I'm driving. I don't trust anyone else to drive across the mountains in the winter. And I'm like, I'm great because I've just closed the pub and I'm on my fourth IPA. And we, (laughs) of course, had a keg in the RV. Perfect. So we pull into the Palouse right about sunrise. Okay. Right right after sunrise. It's this beautiful, you know, opaque sunrise of pinks and blues we pull into the lot that's filled with rvs and it's all dogs and coogs rv you know stacked on top of each other we've been up all night we've been drinking all night so we're starting our day wobbly (laughs) and i decided to go survey our domain i go for a walk and you know the coogs are already sitting out there with their schlitz light or whatever bush beer bush light or you know, the crap that those guys drink. Sure. And there are these two fat cougs sitting there with self-satisfied look, large bellies, haven't seen their own penis with the without the aid of a reflective device in years. 
right, with their silly hat on, but they've got this clever little table, and it well, says, welcome, welcome dog fans, and they've got these little dog biscuits, dog treats, perfect. and a big bowl of wet dog food. they got this big bowl of wet dog food. And I'm like, oh, look at you fellas, canapes for the out, you know, for the cross-state visitors. Mind if I sample? And they're looking at me, they're like, because I'm this, you know, West Coast hoity-toity Chardonnay drinking dog fan. He's right. not going to do it. And they're like, go ahead, dog, see what you got. They think I'm going to reach over for the little biscuit. I grab the biscuit, and then I dip it into that wet, gooey, nasty, oh, canned food. dog food. And I stick it in my mouth, and I start chewing it with my mouth open between bites. So it's falling out of my mouth, and it's stuck between my teeth. And I'm going, oh, fellas, this is delicious. This is even better than I usually may I have another? Can I take that with me? And I take their whole bowl and start eating it in front of them. And it's falling out of my mouth. And the look on their face was priceless. Well, I hope you threw up that and all the beers you drank, because that would be the, be the appropriate response right there in front of them. I, I, did, I did not throw it up. We sit up all night. We started drinking rumple mints. And oh, that was a triple overtime. It was a triple overtime where we were covered in the end zone. I think it was big Bob Sapp got the ball, right? And we were all on the cover of the daily because we had our shirts off, including Richard, and it was 19 degrees. Oh, that was that game. Okay, I remember hearing about that. Oh, yeah. I, my phone tells me that we have been joined by the stay homer. Get out. Oh, yeah. Look at that. What's up, gentlemen? Oh, What's up, oh, this is so good. <laughs> this is awesome. Uh, oh. Well, I'm here to talk about my favorite subject, finally. Me? <laughs> yeah i i'm not quite sure what i uh what i jumped in on there dog food and uh and <laughs> bowls of it dribbling down your chin but uh was did this happen last week or what's the story oh you know you know it all, it, it all runs together jonathan what a pleasure to have you uh it's, my, well, cup, it's my cup runneth over and, and, and just for the record I think what was dribbling from Todd's mouth wasn't actually dog food. It was something else that was dribbling out of his mouth. He just didn't want, he doesn't want to be honest about it. But hey, you know, keep it to yourself, bro. That's all. At, at least he had the rumple mints, which can chase oh. anything, you know? True, true. Exactly. <laughs> A palate cleanser. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Things nobody ever says. Gosh, I wish I had drinking more rumple mints last night. <laughs> right? Yeah. Said no one ever. <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, boy, that's been a long time. I don't think I'm dip. I don't. I don't think I'm dipping back into that well ever. Yeah. Rumple mints. Mm. I can't even remember no. last time that I drank rumple mints. It had. I'm sure it was at a football game. It had to have been. For sure. Yeah. What's what's that other terrible cocktail? It's dark. It's got the green bottle with the deer on it. You would never drink it if you were making yeah. wise decisions. Oh, oh, yeah. Um, uh, Jaeger. Jaegermeister. Yeah. yeah. Said no I'll take Jaeger over, over Rumplemints. Oh. Boy. Of course, I'll take a Negroni over all of it. Fellas, but, uh, are, you, are you both locked and loaded on that I'm, one? I'm looking at my Negroni right now. I wish yeah. I were. I'm, I'm, I'm eating some Thai food. I'm starving. Sorry. Okay. Um, well, because Richard is in East Lansing, and we're probably not going to hear from him tonight, I'm my wife, when she filled out my bar, she bought glasses with letters on each for most of our close friends, Jonathan, who actually come over. 
and then yeah. they, they know who's their glasses. And uh, I'm drinking out of a glass today with a big letter K on it for Karen, because Richard has reanointed me Karen since my wife got a fancy electric car. <laughs> I heard that story. <laughs> Dude, when your wife calls you out, Todd, you're dead meat. I mean, there's no, there's no coming back from that. Woof. Go dogs. <laughs> and, and I'm here for it. I think it's fantastic. I, I, I do, and, and I will eat dog food again. <laughs> okay, Karen. There, there it is. So do you have a, do you have a packed agenda for us today, well, Todd? There's really yeah. nothing. There's really nothing to talk about. And as I was preparing my show notes, I came up with nothing. So how about we just start at the top and we'll descend into the pits of hell. I hear that there won't that Mel Tucker won't be on the sideline this week. Do we have any concerns? I mean, my concern is what it was before that, you know, when your head coach is suspended like that, you know, they always talk about, you know, and go two different ways. You, know, you can either the, the, the troops rally around your fallen leader guy, whatever, or they're so distracted that, you know, they don't play well. But my concern goes back, what we talked about earlier, is the lack of physicality on the Washington scrimmage lines. And I'm afraid of what they're going to do to us running the ball. Now, I haven't watched Michigan State play. I don't know really anything about them other than I know that they're a Big Ten team. And typically they like they have, you know, big guys up front. And we have not shown the ability to stop the run. And conversely, we have shown zero ability to run the ball. That can so so, yeah, I, I, I'm trying to think back to last year. I mean, in the trenches, I'm mostly thinking that they had they had some guys on the defensive side of the ball that were notable. Yeah, they who, had some who, who didn't really – they, they might have made a few plays, but obviously they didn't change the game in Seattle. But for, no. but for the offensive side of the ball um, – yeah, I, I don't I don't know. They obviously haven't played anybody yet, so not yeah. sure if they have any road graders on there um, what that were your, what, we need what, to worry about in terms of stopping the run. What For were your sure. thoughts when you saw the line with 16? Yeah, well – I mean, just it's just it's just more, you know, for what you're saying, Terry, if they're if they're inspired for their coach, although I've got to say, I, I, I question that just based on how they played last year. I and I don't really know anything about Michigan State football, but I, I wonder if how much these kids are inspired by their coach. I'm not saying they don't care about him, but, you know, how much will that galvanize these guys? But think, certainly yeah, I, I, 16 I, I, points is going to, you know, whatever. Um, go sure up there and hit him in the mouth. Well, I think I heard it was Softy talking. I think it might have been with the honks. And supposedly, you know, he has a he has a real tight locker room, Mel does. So at least that's what they were saying. Mm. I, I Again, I don't know what that means. Well, I mean, last year they had, remember they had that, had a stud edge guy um, who apparently might not be playing. He actually, he's a kid actually played for UNLV transferred. Uh, Kenny, um, Kenny, what his name is, but he was a stud stud edge guy that, that, that we totally neutralized. He did nothing last year. Mm -hmm. so, you know, I, and I was reading just actually about a half hour ago, I was reading one of the, the dog fan people, uh, that gay, Gabby Lucas, and she was talking about the game, and she did some research. And her comments were, at least what I was reading, was that 
that quarterback is not real accurate. He can throw a real, you know, a decent, you know, a pretty nice, uh, you know, long ball. But any kind of, you know, uh, ball that takes touch on it, he's not very accurate. Um, she didn't talk a whole lot about their run game, but she, she said that on defense, their defensive line isn't particularly stout, but they have good linebackers and safeties that run laterally, which, you know, she commented about, which may affect Washington because a lot of our best run, run, um, run plays have been the, with the, with the wide. wide. Yeah. Out wide. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, so her comment was, or at least what I surmised that it might be wise to run right at them. I'm just, you know, and, and then Jonathan, you brought up last week or early this week about the grass thing, which I really hadn't even thought yeah, of. I mean, that, that's first on my list for sure. And, yeah. um, and I'm actually, it's, it's, I've, I've seen it in a couple of articles. I think they wrote one about it yesterday, uh-huh. but I, I, I sort of just think of generally speaking, you know, um, the Huskies, I just feel like I've seen us lose a lot of big games on grass. Um, and, you know, there, there's no doubt that, it, you know, it's not our, you know, it's, it, it's not our forte. We're not playing on it all the time. So, um, I mean, I, I feel like when we have lost, maybe, you know, it's a combination of uh, we, we're not playing fast on grass. You know, I think also with the grass thing, let's think about the opponents that we've played also that have grass fields. You know, both both the Southern California schools play on grass, UCLA and USC, and we we don't do well in L.A. And, ASU, and, dare and I ASU, say. Yeah, and for whatever reason, and I don't know what that is, I, I'd like to blame it on the grass in Tempe. I think, there, I think there's, some, there's some kind of evil spirit working there. Because that losing to those guys down there is it's 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 beyond insane to me that we can't beat those guys in Tempe. I, I just don't get it. So so I don't know if it's a, if it's a surface issue or other factors come into play there. I don't know, but you know I I I I'm gonna just I want to be a dick for a second. When for a second. I was still. Yeah, when I was still just a young pup and oh, here we go. learning the ways of Husky football, um, I remember watching my first Apple Cup with enthusiasm, and it might have been a snowy day with Drew Bledsoe. That was your and first that, Apple Cup? No. That, that, that was the first one I cared about. And, um, oh, God. Hey, as I was saying, jerks, my point is, is that while there there was so much conversation about the surface, one team just wanted it, and one team looked for excuses. Yeah. And I I have so much tolerance for discussion about grass. How about Jonathan? Can I quote you? How about we just go grab those guys by the face and kick them in the ass? Let's say there is a problem with winning on grass. I'm going to say that it starts with being able to run the ball. Usually when you're losing to a team that plays on grass all the time, you know, is that you are getting pushed around in the trenches and you can't run the ball. I, I hope you're right. I mean, I think that certainly is the, is the recipe for a win for sure. 
No, I I can't believe that they've got enough guys on the back end that can that can hang with our receivers. I I, I just well actually nobody does. I mean I mean if you if you double one you know Rome or 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 McMillan, then you got you got Jalen Polk who by the way who by the way is a stud. Yeah. He, the fact that he's our third receiver is kind of ridiculous. When you it think it really is. Any thoughts after watching Texas and Alabama? I didn't see it. I, I saw highlights, but yeah, I, I, I didn't either. I saw, I saw a few plays. I, I went back I, and rewatched it. And I'm watching the interior line, and I can't believe we beat Texas. Dude, a lot of things happened for us that game. I don't think I don't think they were excited to be there. No, nope. and and their best player, thank yeah. God he wasn't there. Bijan Robinson decided to sit if, on the sidelines, if, which was if, weird. If you're going to like, if you're a coach and your best player says I'm not I'm not going to play. Do you put him on the sideline? I thought that was weird. I thought that was very strange. Do you remember yeah. when Mario Cristobal coached his first season and Royce Freeman decides he doesn't want to play in the game and then Mario Cristobal lets Royce Freeman give the pregame prep talk to the team for a game for which he's decided to not play and then the Ducks get their asses handed to them? Mm-hmm. No, I don't remember that. But either. I, it, it jumped off the page at me because for a guy who – cares about principles of leadership and what it is to build a winning culture. I thought this guy doesn't get it. You yeah. don't, you, you don't anoint a quitter to lead the troops. Wow. Yeah. I don't think that B. John Robinson standing there smiling in a t-shirt did his teammates any favors. No, I don't think so either. Um, I mean, gentlemen, let's be real. We caught a lot of people last year and our schedule was, you know, you know, was pretty favorable for us. I mean, I thought I thought Texas looked looked pretty good, you know, size wise against us. I was shocked. Remember how many drops that was Xavier, Xavier. Yeah. yeah, who you know who went off against Alabama. Gosh, he was so good. Yeah, he he caught he caught one like Willie Mays. He can't see it. He's got his neck craned back as hard as he can, and he's running into the end zone and. I, it was a thing of beauty. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that play. It just it just dropped right over his shoulder. It was yeah, crazy. yeah. I think the Bijan Robinson thing is 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 notable for sure. Uh, <laughs> I, I I I I wouldn't sit here and say if he would have played that we would have won for sure. I will say this though, I was never like once that game started and you could sort of get a gauge of you know how the Huskies were approaching it, you know, how, how Grubb was calling the offense. I, I, I never felt that we were going to lose that game. And I, 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 I don't want to say that we had a stranglehold on that game, but I thought that we looked like the better team and, uh, and we were. So, yeah. um, but uh, I mean, we've certainly learned over the years. It's amazing how much a college football team can change year to year. Even when you have a lot of the same guys and you think, oh, hell, we're going to be way better or whatever it is, you know, 
these are these are seasons in vacuums. You know, it's only a, it's only the Alabamas and and a few programs that just kind of steamroll through it all. So, I don't know. I I didn't see the game either. I I I I'll never root for Alabama. I don't want to say I'm rooting for Texas, but man, do I not root for Alabama? Maybe against <laughs> maybe against the Ducks or just another team like, you know, Alabama Clemson. I wouldn't know. I I just don't need to see those teams win. Like, there's nothing about me that wants to see them win. Like, for what reason? I I am not nope, proud. Nope of the satisfaction I take in seeing the anguish on the face of Dabo Swinney. Yeah. It gives me great pleasure. Yeah. I'm, yeah. Not a, I'm not a fan of his either. He comes off just, he, he kind of, I feel like he talks totally. He's just, he's just, ugh, I don't know. Fake, Something about fake that pious. Dude. Totally. I'd say, I, I'll tell you who rips on him constantly is, is um, Paul Feinbaum just? Oh, really? He's not. He is not a fan. He was. I think after they got their ass kicked by was it Duke, he just yeah. he just went off and made the comment. You know, it's um, you know, you know, the same old Dabo speak. You know, he's right. like, it's it's over. It's over at Clemson. You know, they're gonna they'll, they'll win some games, but this this run of winning, winning national titles, it's it's over. We're done. We're done with that. Well, even but, even if Clemson hasn't lost a step, and clearly they have, Florida State and Miami now have a voice. Yeah, yeah I, Miami's got a little more to go to. Yeah, to, and, and that and that's been you know, we show talked me. about last week. Florida State looked good, man. Yeah, I love that Florida State jumped up to the top four in the rankings. I think they still had the they, they've had the best win. Well, I, I guess Texas win, but I but I thought that that. At that Florida State game and the way they dominated in the second half, they looked like the best team in the nation. To if me, if the I've rankings seen. were about wins, Florida and Texas should be number one, number two. Yeah, because Georgia yeah. hasn't beat anybody. Yeah, Georgia hasn't beat anybody. Michigan hasn't beat anybody. Nope. Nope. So that, Ohio that's just State hasn't beat anyone. Yeah. Nope. And 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 they all, you know, none of them none of them played a game like the two aforementioned teams. So. <clears throat> That 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 makes me crazy. Yeah. Well, any, I I don't think we get to have any conversation, or I don't think we ever get to talk and not bring up the Oregon Ducks. Ugh. I don't have to talk about them. I I don't either. I I got nothing. I, I actually wait. wait I, 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 sorry. One thing that intrigues me. Uh, I, I asked my buddy this today. How. High, because frankly, this is this is the most interesting question in college football right now. Um, how high, if Colorado boat races, <laughs> if let's say they boat race uh, the Rams this weekend, which I'm I'm sure they will, they will, and then they go into Eugene. Oh my God! And they knock their dick in the dirt. How how high can Colorado kind of feasibly go? Obviously, teams would have to lose, but e even if they weren't losing, like if they do, if they if they win their next two games, kind of in the same fashion, you know, as the first two. I'm gonna say I'm gonna answer that question. I think. See, we're Oregon is what are they? Eleven? They're twelve. 
11? Are they that high? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think. Oh, I thought they. Okay. 13. Let's see. Utah's 12, right? I think they're. Okay. I think think they're 13. I think, and we're talking about now the voters, right? The, 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 The AP poll. Yeah. That are in love with Colorado and Deion Sanders. I think that if they win next week or this week, and they will, and they go to Eugene and beat Oregon, I'll bet you they are at least in the top 12, if not top I 12. would agree. Yeah. In I would fact, agree. It wouldn't shock me, gentlemen, if they jump over us even. Dude, let me, let me pose another question. What if those two things happen, and then what if USC goes to Boulder and they beat yeah. those guys? Right. <laughs> yeah. No. No. I. 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 I, I agree. <laughs> I mean, the plot can seriously thicken. I mean, and well, you know, I mean, of course, it's. I think they beat Colorado State. You know, yeah. but I, I still think let's. Everyone should pump their brakes a little bit. Agreed. But but I I'll say at least at this point I wouldn't I wouldn't be shocked if they beat the Ducks, you know I I don't I still don't think the Ducks are, you know. Uh, well, we'll see where the Ducks are, you know, in in eight to nine weeks from now. Um, gentlemen, if if they beat the Ducks and then USC, you'll see Coach Prime on the ticket for the GOP in twenty twenty four. See, here's the, here's the thing is that I don't I don't know what Colorado has on the line of scrimmage. Yeah. I mean, they got some skill guys that are ridiculous. That's clear. But here's the thing that blows my mind is that you're getting these kids that his whatever he's saying is resonating to these guys. And when you got these guys that are that are all on the same page buying in. That that's some scary, powerful shit, right is there. there. Is there any way, if he does well this year, he doesn't have the number one recruiting season next time around? No, I, no way. I, I I think it's already starting. I've been uh, I, I, I've heard a few things that he's already you know he's already starting to pile them up. And well, he you know, they, certainly you know. And, and, and I will say that, you know, they're obviously buying in and it's the things that he's saying. But we all know, you know, look at maybe not the perfect example, but look at Jimmy Lake. You know, yeah. it's, it's a you can say a lot, but it's about organization and paying attention to the details and everything. That's what if you think about what's happened in Colorado and again, I'm not close to it. All I know is to turn over a program like that and to come out and play like they have, you don't do that without attention to detail. And, you know, it, it's not all a bunch of Pete Carroll, rah, 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 no. you know, let's, let's go get them. I mean, it's a combination of all that, which is super impressive. I, 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 I'm impressed. I think it's, I, I, I think it's a cool story. It, it it is a cool story, and you know, and think about they've had spring right that spring together, and and then fall camp obviously with virtually with, with how many new guys did they bring in like seventy new guys or something? Yeah, it's unbelievable. If how do you create a culture and get people, you know, on paper and in their heads 
all together that quickly. I, it's, it's remarkable. It, it really is. You know, I don't know what kind of coaching staff he assembled, but he's obviously got some pretty, some pretty uh, good, good assistant coaches to coach his kids up. You know, I mean, I mean, I, I the little bit I've seen of them, I don't see him jumping off sides. I don't see him doing stuff that you would expect with a, a completely new team like that to have happen. It, it it really is remarkable. And I'll tell you, guys like Saban and and these these old guys, you know, do it the old way. They they must be hating watching this. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Right. It just it just goes against everything that you're supposed to do in college he, sports. He is the turd in the punch bowl. Totally, and he's and he's he's unapologetic, and he's yeah. like, I, I mean, and he's selling every seat. I mean, that's yeah, gotta I be. The, we've been there together. That's the Folsom Fields gotta be rocking. Oh my god! I mean, oh. boy, if back to that USC thing, and 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 I'll just throw Todd. I know in the back of your brain, in in a second, you're going to go, "All right, let's fucking quit co- talking about the Colorado Buffaloes and Thank back you. to our dogs." But but if they beat Oregon, think of the atmosphere <laughs> in Folsom. Oh my god! That for place SC, it'll be on fire. It. I mean, it'll be. You know, they were talking about, you know, this week is the college game day is in is yeah. in Boulder for this, for this game. Right. Then I heard some talk. There's a chance that it, that it may go the next week in Eugene. Why? It might be it? like the Cougar flag that just fucking game day just follows the <laughs> Buffaloes around every week. Well, I mean, he's I mean, he 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 and that team right now are must see TV. Yeah. Oh, you know, yeah. and, you, you know you what? Take your eyes off of it. You know That's what? Sure. And I'm okay. Just us, us little Washington team sitting here. No one's talking about us. You know, they were yeah. they were talking about you know talking about SC and Caleb Williams and, and justifiably. They aren't even talking about them anymore. It's all about Colorado. It's all right. I hear on you know when it comes to college football. You know, and you know I I think I think Cinderella is going to. You know, it's going to strike midnight here on those guys eventually. But in the meantime, go ahead, Dion. Go ahead and sting a couple losses on Oregon and USC. Right. You know, we, don't, we don't play those guys. Go ahead and sting a few people. Do us a favor. Have at it. Have at it. You do get the feeling. It to you, has it occurred to you that um, we could end up playing them in the Pac-12 championship? Sure. Sign me but, up. Yeah, but, but I'm not – listen, I, I'm not there yet. I mean, Nor should I don't, be. you know, I don't think that TCU is that good. Um, really? You know, the, Nebraska is a, is a disaster. Um, Colorado State, you know, they're, they're in the Mountain West. And then that fucking stupid coach of his tries to mock Dion, which was just so stupid, him doing that. I mean, they're, now they're going to get their ass pounded. Um, right. So I think the test is going to – let's see how they play in Eugene. That's gonna that's gonna be a test. Speaking of Eugene, I was in Oregon this week for work for a couple of days, and I met an old buddy of mine I haven't seen in years. And we meet and we have dinner at the bar, and it's great. And we're drinking Negronis, which is wonderful. Were you and at then, the electric station? Oh, that's right, they closed that place. You know, and after they threw you out of it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was in I, I was in Oregon, not Colorado. Thank you, but. On the way out the door, after we've 
paid our tab and I've left a nice tip. The bar back who's been giving me the evil eye for the last two hours, because I just might be wearing my I might be wearing my black jersey with the W on it. And on the way out the door, he yells at me across the room, "Go Ducks!" And I went back to him. And I said, "Son, you guys have a really good program, and I'm really looking forward to playing you. And I want you to know I wish you the best." And he's like, "Oh, oh God, don't oh. make me puke." <laughs> Keep that to yourself, Todd. Don't don't you seriously. I don't have a score, but I think the Huskies, the Huskies are going to lose. I I don't, oh. I don't I don't like what I've seen the last two games. I don't I they don't show me any kind of. Maybe I just have too high expectations that maybe that maybe I've seen the you know the the high wire act and I've become numb to it. It's so fucking good. I don't know, but I don't like what I'm seeing physically from these guys. They they seem soft to me, and that. But they've scored a hundred points. So, do you think Michigan State is good enough to exploit the fact that we don't run the ball great? I do because I don't think Boise State is is a very good football team, and and Tulsa is not a good football team. And if it was in Seattle, I'd feel different about it. But on the road. There, after we punked those guys last year when they rolled in number eleven in the nation and blah blah blah. Well, the I mean, it's kind of reversed. You know, we're the we're the higher ranked team. You know, all this stuff. I I, I am terrified of this game. I, you know, I, I sat four, I sat down I here. I sat down here in the Mandan with a nice full cocktail with the letter K on my glass. So happy to have this conversation and feeling good. So fired up that the stay homer was going to join us. And Terrence, you've let all the air out, and thank you so dude, much, dude. I gotta be me. I mean, come you know, on, I can come on. You're I not surprised, me. Todd. You're not surprised. <laughs> You're not right. surprised by me. You're not surprised by Terry. I'm the idiot who's surprised every day. And gentlemen, I'm gonna be a homer. I'm calling it 31-28. Dogs win it. 31. Last possession. And we're 46 minutes into this. We're going to have to edit the heck out of it. Such such a pleasure to talk to you both. Gentlemen, I, I'm i hoping for the best, but I am terrified. I'm- yeah, they're going to they're, they're gonna take care of business, and they're going to come back and start Pac-12 play, 3-0, and mark it down. I hope to talk okay. to you guys next week. All right. Go dogs. Go dogs. Go dogs. Oh, hi, Maceo. All right, gentlemen. Um, And, you know, we can't sign off without, you know, just wishing our brother Richard well. I hope he has a great time. I hope he has a hangover tomorrow. Well, he's got a lot of responsibility. If you're going to go to Michigan State, you you goddamn well better bring a win back. Yeah. He told me that he has space in his luggage for W. All right. All right. Wolf, talk to you soon. All right, you guys. Bye-bye. All right, bye.